Good day. Let's have fun. Hooray. How are you? It's something new. Let's not forgo. It's time again to listen to the show with he and she, Jay and the T. This is Jay. And the T. And uh, today we're going to have a special episode. Uh, what would you do uh, using the movie Gone Baby Gone from 2007, directed by Ben Affleck? Um, starring also Morgan Freeman as Captain Doyle, Ed Harris as Detective Remy, Casey Affleck as Private Detective Patrick, and Michelle Monaghan as Private Detective Angie, and Amy Ryan as The Mother. It's a film based on a novel by Dennis uh, Lehane about two Boston-area private detectives that investigate a little girl's kidnapping. Throughout the story, a community has tested, a little girl's life hangs in the balance, and awful truths are revealed. So uh, that's what you should expect for today's episode. And uh, right now, we're, we're actually going to uh, first just say, uh, what would we do? So spoilers ahead, do not listen to this podcast if you have not seen this 2007 movie. So, go. Go, go now. <laughs> uh, you had your chance. Yeah, you had your chance. So, right now, we're just going to say, what would you do? Uh, we're going to have three little scenarios. Uh, these are all scenarios from the film. Right now, we're just going to say yes or no on what we would do. If we thought it was right or wrong, whatever. We'll, we'll explain more. And uh, then we'll actually give our reasons for why we picked yes or no. So, uh, here we are starting with the first one. If you've seen the end of the film, you know that Casey Affleck. Finds a little missing girl, and she's just living the good life, I guess. <laughs> uh, so the question is, would you give the girl back to her real mother? All right. So on the count of three, we're going to say either yes or no. And then after that, we'll explain our reasoning. Yeah. All right. So here we go. I guess I'll do the countdown. Mm-hmm. A one, a two... A three. Yes. Who want to fuck it? Um, you want me to go first? Or yeah, you, you can go first. Okay, so it was a hard yes. Like, this yes is on the fence. And it just leans slightly towards yes for me. And the only reason I say this, or I have this answer, is because I feel... Like, at the end of the movie, when Casey's character, I don't remember them by their names of the movie, so I'll just say Casey's character, and his girlfriend were actually deciding, right? I wanted to lean towards the girlfriend's decision because I do Mm -hmm. believe, in fact, that the little girl that was missing, Mm -hmm. you know, quote-unquote, would have had a better life. Yeah. Definite. She would have been happy that with That's hundred percent true. Yeah. That she would have had a better life with him. But I feel like Casey brought up a very good point in the fact that the little girl would be like, You knew my mother, my birth mom, and you knew she was looking for me, but you decided to not, you know, bring me back to my mother. Mm-hmm. The age factor 
this is where I'm getting is that a lot of children, I'm thinking she's probably around three, four, you know, she's able to speak, but she's still young enough to where she would have forgot. She would have forgot her, her situation, her background, and to be 18 or even younger than that, let's say 15, right? 13, when she's just a teenager and now she's being defiant. And if she found out that her birth mother was alive, she would definitely go back and be like, you denied me the living with my birth mother, right? So I see that. However, I'm like, what makes it on the fence is the fact that the girlfriend was telling the truth. And, the, and I knew even though it doesn't portray it in the movie, I kind of knew because the mother, the biological mother, was a druggie, you know, and obvious throughout the movie, she really didn't have that much feeling, like motherly feeling. She got a little bit of it when she was a little sobered up, but ultimately the motherly love that you would normally have for your child was not there with her. Yeah. So I knew that it was more, just kind of like a fad, really. Well, I felt like in the end she was more interested in like in the fame and the perhaps the, the rewards of it, like the idea of like a new boyfriend was yeah. going to drive down, pick her up. And... Right. It, it, it was just, that's why I felt like it was more, the love was more like the fad. Yeah. You know, it was very temporary, you know, it was very temporary and that she probably gave her daughter, like, attention for maybe a couple of days. And then, like you said, she got the attention of the guy and then it was like, oh, I'm getting this attention and that. Here, here, here's your little doll. Go sit on the, watch cartoons. Yeah. And then she wasn't even worried about who was going to watch her? She wasn't. So the only bad thing about it too is that because she was so young that she probably would have forgot about Morgan Freeman, the captain and the family that she had with them yeah. and forgot that lovingness and just, you know, this is life. Yeah. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it had to be that way because if you think about it in the real life, Casey could have gotten in trouble as well. You yeah. know, Casey would have gotten in trouble. The girlfriend would have gotten in trouble. I mean, it's obvious that she's not the biological child. Yeah. So that's why I felt it was a, like I said, a slight lean in the, over to he did the right thing and took her back to the mom but I do believe he did the right thing yeah yeah like uh, when I watch that scene I feel like man this is like one of those it's eating at his soul type of things where like he he knows it's just gonna be rattling around in his head for the rest of his life if he lets this girl you know be happy <laughs> with Morgan Freeman and his wife but uh, he's just like you know he, or at least he thought the right thing was got to give her back. Right. Got to give her back. Even if the mom doesn't deserve her back. But right. Yeah, just 
like, you know, in my heart, I felt that, that Morgan probably should have kept her or should have been allowed to keep her, but mm. I felt like the real right thing to do is to give her back. Yeah. So. I mean, going, if they had have just approached it a different way. A more legal way. <laughs> you know, like, it could have turned out that way. Ultimately, Morgan Freeman could have had a, adopted the little girl yeah. and everything would have been legal because already you know she's a druggie she's abandoned neglected yeah. pretty much you know abuses I mean, child it's so, funny that she might have even had a slightly better life with the uncle and aunt or whatever that yeah, lived above them <laughs> right and so I mean the whole you know trickery that they they pulled yeah. was unnecessary, I feel yeah. like. You know, it it was just led by money. What was it? Uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions or whatever? Ugh. And every good intention they did in that movie, or tried to, mm. people died because of it. <laughs> right. And I feel like it was technically a bad intention with sheets of good intentions covering it up yeah. so it can look like good intentions, but really the main cause of the whole issue is that they found a lot of drug money. Yeah. And they were like, here's an idea. And, I mean, those people are bad anyway. Yeah. So, you know, and it's kind of like this phrase that a lot of people would say, only God could judge me. Yeah. And it's like, well, yes, okay. We all in agreement, society's all in agreement that drug dealers, pushers, anything in that, you know, deviant lifestyle is labeled bad. Yeah. Right? So we're in agreement with that. But to just be like, let him go you know that that i feel like is the ultimate situation is that these people think that they can be the judge jury and executioner Mm -hmm. which we'll get to it (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's like that you you can't do that you have if we are in a society with a judicial system right? And the whole phrase is innocent until proven guilty, then we have to go by that. Even if we know what they're doing is horribly, horribly wrong. Like, uh, I think of uh, like that, uh, the black drug dealer, the Haitian one, Mm -hmm. uh, Cheese or whatever. Um, uh, Eventually, he gets killed by the police and I, I remember thinking, like, at the time, like, if he had something to do with it, you know, I was like, maybe he deserves it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in the end, you feel like, well, he can't, really didn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> he kidnapped that little girl. And uh, the cops, you know, just, like, hush him by getting rid of him. <laughs> and then uh, I was just thinking, man, they just keep adding bodies <laughs> right. to this awful, awful mess. <laughs> and, and as you're watching the movie, you're thinking that they do have something to do with it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they were telling the truth. They don't have anything to do with this person yeah. at all. You know, and you don't 
get that information till the end. Yeah. You know, you get little glimpses, but not until the end do you realize all these people that died pretty much died. I mean, they're in a lifestyle to where, hey, your life, you put no risk anyway. You're, yeah. You know, but they didn't die for that particular risk that they were taking. Yeah. It was all in a grand scheme yeah. of things. And so, and then the people that I felt like some people that died wouldn't have died. Yeah. If the scheme hadn't taken place. Yeah. You know, I, like, I feel like the scenario was they were getting killed no matter what the white guy and the cheese's like buddy or whatever. And mm-hmm. cheese, because, like, if they knew the truth, they had to be taken out. Yeah. Like, Morgan couldn't keep the little girl if they could just, like, say, hey, we know your secret. <laughs> right, right. And I think that's also... So, it was kind of like they... I feel like Casey and the girlfriend nailed their tombstones when they did the integration, technically. Yeah. Because those two didn't even know anything about it. Yeah, if they hadn't gone in to just um, do that uh, negotiation for the little girl the first time. Right. At his place. <laughs> right. And uh, I don't know what the detectives would have, you know, did while they were in there. However... I, I think they would have done the exact same scenario. Just gone in there, pretended like, you know, that uh, cheese pulled out a gun on them and they shot both of them. And shot them both. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it was like... Maybe even taking out that poor uh, girlfriend character. Maybe. Because <laughs> it's like the first killing you see technically is uh, the guy that the the mom was with. Yeah. Right? That stole the, the money from Cheese in the, yeah. in the get-go. And then you're like, oh, man, Cheese did that. Yeah. And then you're like, wait. You know, by the end of the movie, yeah. you're like, wait. Jesus, didn't even know his money. You didn't even yeah. know that. You know, you didn't even know his money. Yeah. And so, then it's like, how did they, you know. Now, it's more like, how involved was that second cop? Like, the the partner with Remy or whatever. Right, yeah. Because I want to say he wasn't that involved. Hmm. I want to, but, I mean. Because, like, it's funny. Like, no matter what, uh, even though... Like, the pedophile ring that they kind of uncovered mm-hmm. later on really had nothing to do with the kidnapping of the girl. Right. But they were still going to go there to stop it. I mean, so that that was at least something. I, I think the only reason why they went there to stop it was because it was found out. Oh, yeah. You know, and so they had to play, you know, play along. Yeah, well, they had to it, pretend to be cops. Right, <laughs> so. you know, because obviously in the beginning, they, I feel like they introduced them to yeah, it's red um, the to, tour, yeah. you know, like to just as a detour for Casey. Yeah, lead him off the scent know? of the real. Right. And so then they were, they were thinking that's how they would do that. But then the other, I guess, drug dealer that Casey knew, yeah. actually knew. Who, which is funny to know that like he had the actual heart that no one else had, he was willing to go check up on the, right. <laughs> on uh, the the pedophile himself or whatever and mm-hmm. find out, like, maybe they're keeping a kid there or whatever. The girl you might be looking for. Or at least get rid of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Because, I, I mean, obviously the, the 
I guess the couple. Yeah. The couple themselves were his um, clientele. Yeah. So he probably got, you know, a hunch from one of his um, pushers that are like, hey, there's a third person in that house. Yeah. And then he, you know, was like, hey, since Casey was a part of the neighborhood, you know, yeah. he, he had some street cred. <laughs> I well, guess. I, I think, I don't remember, though, but I thought. Casey had mentioned them before in mm. the, on his meeting with him. Right. The drug guy. But, uh, so maybe he just remembered eventually, like, oh, yeah, these guys, uh, I do, you know, sell them stuff. Yeah. But I don't think he knew about the pedophile, really. He just knew that he had those two clients. Oh, okay. And then they decided, later on, he's like, well, I know that they're staying at this place, so let's go check. Uh-huh. And he's the one more brave than Casey, really, to go in there and start messing right. around. <laughs> True. Yeah. But I, it's weird because I think at that time they thought that the little girl had died by that time. Yeah, at that point it was just like they're maybe just saving some other kid at most. Right. Which, sadly, they don't. Yeah, yeah. And that's another moral, co- you know, complexity there. Yeah. Is, Should we move on to that one? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Okay, well, number two, two, number two, what would you do is uh, would you have executed the pedophile? So... Yeah, so in that case scenario, in that, that, that scene, it's like Casey is there, you know, with the... With the two police officers. Yeah, with the two police officers. Um, one had just got shot. Yeah, that's right. And so he goes in. Well, he he randomly shoots in the house and actually hits... Yeah, through the doorway. Or yeah, through and, the door. and actually hits the guy that was shooting at the cop. Yeah. And so... When he busts in, he sees the guy laying dead. He goes straight upstairs. And then uh, um, the lady chases after him, actually, right? Yeah, because the lady chases him. Yeah. Um, shooting. <laughs> yeah. And he goes straight upstairs, locks himself in the bedroom. Yeah. And the lady's outside yelling at him. Yeah, and then eventually you can hear like she gets shot too as well. Yeah, right. And he sees in the bedroom the pedophile. Yeah, like on, like the, on the floor yeah. in the darkness, saying that it was an accident. Right? Yeah. So then you see the, I mean, if you don't like stuff like this, you know, yeah. the, very but, dark. Really? Yeah. He sees you know kids underwear bloody, and you see in the sink in the bathroom. Seat. Yeah, and you see tape on the bedpost. So yeah. you, you know, it's all in your imagination what was going on there yeah. but Casey goes into the bedroom I'm in mean the bathroom yeah. where he sees the underwear and then he looks in the tub and unfortunately he sees yeah. the, little the, boy the, little bo- the little boy that had gone missing after the little girl was pronounced dead yeah. or Sometimes, unfound yeah. like she wasn't found so automatically everybody presumes sorry that she's she's gone. Yeah. So, looking at that, and then he already feels oh, that he, he immediately vomits after yeah. seeing that poor girl, poor <laughs> guy, boy, or he, little boy. But he already felt, you know, defeated because he really wanted to find that little girl, and so both him and the woman, uh, his girlfriend were pretty much down in the dumps. Like this could have been a redemption for you for know, him not finding a little girl. And so when he sees the little boy in the bathtub, you know, deceased, it's anger. 
mm-hmm. that takes over. And so, obviously, legally, you're supposed to detain them until cops come and arrest yeah. the pedophile, right? <laughs> the pedophile even says, wait. <laughs> like... You know, and, but, Casey, you know, emotions take over and he yeah. point blank executes him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gangster style execution. Yeah. And so, his girlfriend in the hospital, you know, says pretty much like, you I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you. You know, I'm proud of you. But it's kind of like, do you agree with that execution? Yeah, like he's clearly disgusted after the fact that he did it. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I feel like, no, the execution was the easy way out. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know personally because I've never been to prison or jail so I don't know personally but hearsay is that when you messing with children it doesn't matter how hardcore you are yeah like you could have killed 50 people and you go to prison for that and you can still you know you can get some cred you know people respect you and whatever but when you mess with children yeah Sexual abuse, you know, uh, with a child, child abuse, beating up a child, it's like you're the lowest of the low. Yeah. So, to me, I feel like the worst punishment you could have gave that man was a sentence in prison. He was going to die anyway, but he was going to die a slow, probably painful, you know, torturous Situation. Yeah, like, like technically, you probably shouldn't want that either for the guy, but it's like, well, he probably it, deserves it. It's, the, it's oh. like the legal way, yeah, <laughs> of torture. <laughs> you know, we can't help that other people in that area yeah. of you know, cell block D or whatever want to did that to you, yeah. you know, but that's out of our hands. But we technically treated you huma- humanely, yeah, we, you know, yeah, so um. And then, I know other people probably... I, well, as I said, I would be upset if he somehow got off on a technicality, like he, if he was mentally handicapped or something. Because mm-hmm. his character comes off a little, I would say, special sounding. Right. But I feel kind of... He knew he did wrong. Yeah. You I know, mean, I mean, if Casey would, like testified in court... Yeah. And he's like, it's an accident. It was an accident. Yeah. It was an accident. <sighs> no, like, I can I can see how you're like, you know, he's just a little ch- child-minded yeah. because, you know, a kid spills a glass and, or breaks a vase or something. Yeah. He knows he's wrong, but that's a, a way to get out of trouble. Yeah. It was an accident, you know? And so I feel like he, even though he was child-minded... Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He would still be sentenced. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the only issue, I think, for sentencing him that people may be like, mm-mm, that's my taxpayer money, you know, yeah. providing him home, shelter, food, yeah. you know, medical. He, we can barely get medical out here, and he's... this. Nasty pedophile gets medical yeah. and dental and all that. Be so. like, if you're the lawyer, uh, uh, the uh, was the prosecutor, you just go like, don't worry, he'll get his come up in jail. <laughs> Wait a week. <laughs> right. 
Well, you won't be using too much of your text. Yeah, yeah. This one. <laughs> Don't you worry. <really? laughs> <laughs> Don't take kindly to his kind. Right. <laughs> and also the, the guards probably be like... Yeah. <laughs> hearing the punches in the background. Like, yeah. oh, look, I dropped this pen. Let me go pick that up. Yeah. Oh, no, he's been shanked. Let me walk over here to this phone and call for backup. <laughs> yeah, so ultimately my answer to that one is no on that. Mm-hmm. But I just, I can understand the heat in the, in the heat of the moment why he did it. Right. I, I can understand too. I don't know what I would have done if I would have just pulled the trigger and did that or pistol whipped him at least until, you know, cops came in and then be like, he put up a fight? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure no one would have minded him. <laughs> yeah. that would happen. I mean, and, and that also, I feel like, goes into the fact that in the movie, it kind of showed that police officers do the same thing yeah. in that aspect. And they congratulated him to it yeah. after the fact. Right. You but know, especially because, you know, a cop had died during that scenario. Because the, the partner died outside or whatever. Right. Or in the hospital, I guess. But mm-hmm. he'd been shot, you know. Right. And then Remy, which was the other uh, detective or, yeah. you know, police officer, actually admit to, to doing something illegal or deviant. Yeah. To justify, yeah, you know, um, a situation. Uh, we're gonna move on to now. I guess the third. What would you do? Which the third one was uh, Remy. In this uh, scenario, he he technically uh, gets rid of a very abusive and you know drug abusing father uh, to this uh, I guess wonderful son uh, by planting evidence on the father and. Uh, Pretty much, you know, would we have done that in that scenario? If you were Remy, would you have planted evidence so that he went to jail? Right. So, <laughs> in the movie, the story was that Remy, you know, bust down this drug abuser, um, abusive father. And he says, you know, the house was just disgusting. Yeah. It was, you know, not a very good hygienic or positive environment for a child yeah. to be raised in. And, and then they had gotten a, a tip, though, because that he supposedly was, you know, he had a lot of drugs there. Right. So that's why they were there to begin with. And so then he goes in the child's room and sees how immaculate that child's room is. And he's hugging, like, his PlayStation or something like yeah. that. And he just wants, like, did I do good? Yeah. You know, I made these good grades, and he just wants praise, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, am I good, like? Am I a good son? Did I do good? Yeah. And it's so sad yeah. that this boy is reaching out to complete strangers for positive reinforcement. Yeah. And so. And the moms, I think, in the hallway, beat up too, or whatever, by right. the father. So you already know that this man, he doesn't, he's not a good person. Yeah. In this aspect. But there was no evidence. Yeah, there were no drugs to to arrest him for, you know. So it was either, you know, well, there's no evidence, so we have nothing to arrest him for, so he can go on doing what you know he's going to do, which is continue to be abusive and to continue to, 
neglect his family, pretty much. Yeah. Or we can plant something to arrest him for. Then the wife wouldn't have the abusive husband. Yeah. And the child would be in protective services and hopefully get a loving family. Yeah. And so he chooses to plant something. Yeah. And it's like, was that the right choice? You know, in my head, I feel, once again, all understandable, but I feel like the outcome could have gone a different way, going kind of gone the same way, but differently. So if you're walking in, I... And no, it's going to be a long legal battle. Yeah, as I say, there's technically, like, it seems like the, the ultimate choice is just take forever. Right, right. Be, and it's our system. That's, yeah. you know, just walking in, it sounds like this is obviously neglect. Yeah. Now, for the the wife or the mother, of the, that's a different story because she could be mentally, you know, conditioned or to that lifestyle. Like a Stockholm Syndrome. Right. So... She might be like, oh, I don't want to press any charges. Yeah. Even though she got a black eye, but bloody lip, you know, yeah. broken ribs and all that. But she still doesn't charge him for it. Yeah. The child, on the other hand, you can definitely tell that this is not a environment that the child should have been in. Yeah. And if you had to, you would call child services, yeah. get them involved. But Child Protective Services tend to like to keep the child with the family, the biological family. And that is where things get messy because even my background, where I've been in Head Start, which is early childhood, there have been, excuse, I haven't had to call Child Protective Services, but there was a case where one child, it was like, crying out loud, I'm having to t- give him a bath at school because he's coming in and I'm about to gag. And I'm like, I shouldn't have to, you know, i sh- not supposed to reject a child, yeah. but I'm not supposed to vomit on that child either. Yeah. So it was legit. We had to, ch- I had to change his clothes, take, off the clothes, get a bucket, get some detergent, wash his clothes, wash him. And he would cry. And I'm like, I'm not even putting you in a tub of water. There is a bucket. I'm giving, I'm sponge bathing you technically with your diaper on, you know, sponge bathing you because you stink. You know, your hair is matted. Mm. It is, I can't even comb through it. This is obviously neglect, Yeah. you know, and the teacher that would do the home visits were like, yeah, the house stinks, you know, like mothballs, they have um, roaches crawling up the walls in the daytime, and you know that roaches are nocturnally, technically. Then they hear like, oh, Child Protective Service has been called because the father was an alcoholic, you know, and... There have been times where the neighborhood has caught this particular child just walking in the street. The dad's way up ahead, not realizing that, I don't know if he left his door unlocked or whatever, but this child was able 
was following his dad and his dad didn't even know that his child was following him. He was leaving him alone in the first place to get some alcohol at the corner store. And then he didn't even know like a block behind his child who was probably barely just started walking at this point. So one, you know, around one or between one and two years old following him. What a time? Was it? That I'm not for sure. Okay. I don't know what, you know, it was probably daytime because the mother worked. Mm-hmm. Now she wasn't in the best, like, hygienic condition either. Mm-hmm. So every time she came in, it was kind of like, all right, hold your breath. Um, uh, summer, winter? This was during school time, you know, the school mm-hmm. year. So, but Child Protective Services has been called before. Mm-hmm. He took classes. He passed those classes, mm. so the child was able to come back. Huh. Child Protective Services go does a visit because they've been called. Now, he had older siblings, so it wasn't just about him. It was about his older siblings, too. Mm. And so teachers from the... It wasn't elementary, but it was like the, the older Head Start. I was the early Head Start. So the older Head Start were calling Child Protective Services on his older siblings. Mm. And then Child Protective Services was called... From the neighborhood for this one. Yes. And so it's like, how many times do we have to call Child Protective Services? How many times does call, Child Protective Services have to be called? Yes, yeah, so I can see know, Remy's point in the film, the de- Detective right. Remy, where he's like, let me just get rid of this guy now instead of waiting eight months or because a year, ten years. <laughs> a lot of times, it's like you may be able to take the child away the first time. Yeah. But then you give it back, and the second time is not a good outcome. Yeah. You know, um, if they're not, if they're able to, uh, like, many people could be druggies, but they can pull off looking like if they're sober-minded. Yeah. You know, they can, they're fully functioning druggies. So they can hold a job, you know, they know where to inject themselves without being noticed, you know, and so... Because they're good drug drug addicts. (laughs) You know, they're functional. And so all it takes is one bad night, Mm -hmm. you know, and they attack the child a little too much. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I understand why, like, if I just plant this on the scene of the crime, he is gone. Yeah. There's no way for him to come back for... I don't know how much he planted, how many years he got. Yeah. I don't remember But if he said that. But it's like he is gone for this period of time. Yeah. And we get able to move him, you know, somewhere else. The other thing is kind of like there's a lot of cases where people are put in child protective services and worse yeah. or equal, you know, outcomes. Yeah, because you don't... It's so random, you don't know where they're going. <laughs> you know, it, you don't know the... Uh, motives of the foster parents or the yeah. adoptive parents, you know, maybe they're just there for the money. Mm-hmm. So they're collecting, you know, children like collectibles, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to yeah, find. Yeah, just as neglected as they were, but right? in a nicer environment, probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, the outward appearances look nice. They're in a nice house, but then you realize, oh, they storm in the basement. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but ultimately, I do feel like he, you know, it was the wrong decision. It was, it was the wrong decision yeah. to, to plant that um, there because it probably 
I would assume, took the child away from the mother as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I feel like you, you want to have a little, or you want to hope that maybe the the father was already on the road to recovery, like he was sobering up already, and mm-hmm. this was just the first stage, but they got in there because some neighbor didn't like him and was like, this guy's got drugs in his so who knows, like, what point of his life he was at when this planting happened. And some people, you know, it's... But, of course, It only the, takes one. Only, yeah. it, you know, like, if he was like, you know, we're taking your child away for this and that, and that is the snap that, yeah, he, you know, that was needed to, like, I need to turn my life around. Because yeah. we've had that, too, where a child, you know, once again, being an early head start, we've had it to where children were taken away from parents. And they were like, I didn't know I was this bad. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They kind of like, oh, I can quit anytime I want. And it's like, no. If you could, you would have. Yeah. But you didn't. So now your children are gone. And that realization is the thing that, you know, um, boinked them over the head. And they're like, I need to straighten it out. Yeah. And so that could have been, you know, for this man, too. Yeah. You know, he just, he needs therapy. He yeah. needs, you know, I don't know, alcohol anonymous or whatever, you know, that program that he needed. But maybe, we don't know. Yeah. But because you decide to be judge, jury, and executioner in this situation, he might not, you know, he might have gotten worse. Yeah. You know, yeah. you sent him to jail where obviously you don't have the drug uh, situation handled in in prison or jail anyway because they they they're able to have someone bring that into the yeah so I was like you may have made it worse because now he's depressed and the only way he knows how to get rid of that is through his drug of choice yeah and so yeah you you don't know that's that's the only bad thing about either of those scenarios is like you don't know which is the best. Yeah, like technically, I guess you should stick to what really is right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You should let him go. <laughs> but, uh, but um, I mean, I can see how you can put your own morality into it and go like, well, I'm doing what I think is right for this kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe and, have faith in humanity for a little and, bit. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I, I remember mentioning before, not in this broadcast, but I mentioned before, police officers, you know, they've seen so many things and they've seen patterns. Yeah, a lot of the same scenarios. Right. So when you're not a police officer, but I'm just assuming. And you know, he's definitely like a veteran police officer. Right. So, so anybody, you know, been in the, the force for such a long time, you know, could probably comment on that as well. But You've seen patterns, you know, A plus B equals C, technically, mm. in these situations. And there's always the outcome is C, you know? Yeah. And so that's what you're trying to avoid. You, how, how many times have I seen it where a drug abusive father kills or badly abuses the mother or, you know, girlfriend and... The son ends up just like the father. Yeah. You know, or the child ends up in such a horrible state as well. Yeah. So that kind of, you know, gets to your psyche too. You, you, I think a lot of, 
and I know it's probably uh, available, like free, you know, therapies and, and stuff for yeah. people in the police force and everything. But that should be something that you, everybody has to go to. Yeah. Like, I really don't think police officers shouldn't have a therapist. Yeah. Because I'm lucky, blessed enough not to see these scenarios. Was that uh, the movie, the Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, well, he's undercover. Another Boston. <laughs> yeah, another one that takes place in Boston. But uh, I'm sure if we, if, if other people were listening, they'll know. Yeah. But uh, the, the Departed. There, there we go. go. Um, remember, he had a therapist in that right world as well. Huh. And it's you're not too high and mighty to. Uh, you know, not see a therapist. Yeah, he was seeing some bad stuff there, too. <laughs> yeah, and just like war veterans. Yes. You know, you see things that normally you should not see. Yeah. You've been either tortured mentally, physically, emotionally, and not to say regular, but people that aren't in that case scenario... They don't know how to handle that. Yeah, I mean, because like you're in a profession where danger is your job. Right. You have to be on cue. Mm-hmm. And you have to, I mean, you have to be on guard, but you have to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just be trigger happy Jack mm-hmm. with, with these things, you know. So, and unfortunately, some people, when they don't treat their psyche, they become trigger happy Jack. Yeah. And that's not what we want, you know. Yeah. We don't need anybody turning on society or, you know, maybe even turning on themselves yeah. for these situations. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm all that went dark. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's a, it was a dark, dark movie, too. So. It was. Uh, but I like how it makes you think, though. Just it, like, wow. It was a movie that didn't really have a happy ending. Nope. It, I mean, it didn't have a, it didn't have a bad bad ending. Yeah. Because ultimately, you find the little girl. <laughs> you find the little girl, which is what they were initially looking for. Yeah. But so many lives at stake just for the, you know, this case closed yeah. scenario. Like so many people died or almost died. Yeah. Because the uncle almost died. I mean, relationships were shattered for sure. Because like. Yeah. Casey and his girlfriend, uh, I think it's Angie. Angie. Uh, yeah, the other detective as well. Uh, right. They break up at the end. Yeah, over a moral dilemma. Yeah, I mean, because like, she couldn't agree with him about mm-hmm. giving the girl back, so she it, it, it just is, left. <laughs> and it's one of those questions, who is right? Yeah, I mean, I, you know? I still t- t- think he t- he's technically morally right, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know she'd be happier. <laughs> she would have been happier. But like I said before, I, I feel like... She probably won't remember yeah. that she was technically, quote-unquote, adopted by the captain and his wife. Yeah. You know, she was that young enough to where when she grows up, she won't remember that. But yeah. she will grow up if she was with the captain knowing that she's not with her biological mom. Yeah, because I, I, I wondered, like, did he change her name at all? I, I don't remember what her name is now, but... Right, I don't remember. Kennedy she, or Kimberly, some of the K. Something, yeah. But if they didn't change her name, like, I would think eventually she would kind of figure out or hear about the story at some point. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
you're supposed to be missing <laughs> or dead. Right. Or someone in the neighborhood, like, you know, they would have had to legit move out of that general area yeah, well, because someone would have recognized her. They definitely look like they're on the countryside. So I'm hoping they were hoping that none of those inner city folks were going to come out to. But that's the thing. It's like, where was she going to go to school? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, doctor. Yeah, because like the paperwork would have had to all be forged and everything. It would have had to. And it, it's like, you got to assume that her doctors, not doctors, nurses, yeah. um, dentists won't recognize her, school teachers won't recognize her. And if she already been to the dentist, then you I mean, know, her records are somewhere else, right. someone else. <laughs> right. If there's a universal system in this yeah. situation, all, all these case scenarios, she might have been found out. Yeah. Anyway. But I feel like. In the end, it's kind of like this is now Casey's, his, his, not problem, but he has to keep up with this. Yeah, he's pretty much like a godfather from now right, on. Right, <laughs> right. Because it would be... like that. End of, the end of that film is just him sitting on a couch across from her, and she's just watching TV <laughs> while the mom goes out on a date, leaving the daughter behind. <laughs> and I don't remember if they told him, Casey... The name of the doll. Oh yeah. Well, they they told they told him a name for the doll. Right, and then it ultimately ended up being the wrong name. So it just show goes to show how much attention. Yeah. That they truly paid on the little girl. Yeah, like you that know? mom really didn't notice. Because <laughs> I feel like what had if money wasn't involved, right? If the uncle and the aunt. That lived, what was it, like above them or yeah. next to them? Uh, next uh, to at the least same apartment daughter. building, I thought. Yeah. Right, in the same apartment building. If they had just took record. Yeah. Like, ugh, she was left in the car for three hours in the heat. Yeah. Almost had heat stroke. She was left alone. Or she was left at a bar. She, you know, yeah. she was her... Mother brought over another druggie, and they were all yeah, high, and, you well, know... Like, it seems like if they'd just gone through the real system, that they could have taken her, probably. Right, they, and a I mean, lot of times... I don't know if they would, if the sister would have used the, uh, he was in jail, or whatever. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, and he used to be a drug addict, too, or whatever, but... I, I would assume, well, he was a, a drunk, wasn't he? Yeah, he was something, for sure. Yeah. But uh, the wife seemed like she was clean, or whatever. Right. And, and she cared more, or they both did, technically, cared yeah. more for uh, the little girl than, than right. the mom did. So I would hope they could win her, like, custody. I know the sister would probably hate them forever, but mm-hmm. almost better. Because <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they could have definitely, because, um, once again, being in Head Start, there was a child that was taken away from their parent, her mom and dad, mm-hmm. and the what had happened was the brother actually... The little child's brother ratted out his parents <laughs> and was like, she had a control substance in her hand that he knew about <laughs> and was scared she was going to ingest it or, or sniff it. Ugh. So he, it was like 11, I think he was like 11, mm-hmm. called Child Protective Services. And so that, I mean, like, wow, you know, this little 11-year-old knew, like, this ain't right. Yeah. You know, he was smart enough 
to be like, well, I'm in this situation, but he knew not to do yeah, it. So he knew but he was like his little sister, being under three, oh. was in danger, <sighs> and he called, and they were, I believe, separate fathers. Oh, okay. In the instance, and so the person that took custody of them was the sister of his father. Okay. Right. So she had no relations to the little girl, technically. Yeah. But she still took them in because she wanted all... Yeah, it's best not to separate the the kids. Yeah, to be together. They usually try to pair them with, you know, family. Someone that they know already and are related to them. So... Yeah. Just in case, it's it's definitely a lot easier just in case, you know, a positive outcome shows and they are able to. Yeah. And. Yeah, um, like if the original family gets better, maybe they can. Right, they can. And, you know, sometimes they're away for six months or a year, but they usually go back, you know, in the foster system, they can go back Mm -hmm. unless they've been in there for countless of years or whatever. So, I mean, it's possible, right? That could have been maybe a wake-up call for the mother. Yeah. If the uncle and, and the aunt took the little girl, went uh, upstate or downstate, wherever, yeah. went west close or something, and she was away from her little girl, it would have been either she got worse or she got better, yeah. the mother. But I felt like that was the steps that they needed to take to get her into another environment. Yeah. Not... <laughs> Being like, hey, we can get money if we do this. And Captain, you can benefit yeah. because the the Captain, I, I, we failed to um, say it before. Yeah, Morgan Freeman's character lost his little girl. So, you know, and he was right there. Yeah. He was like, he said 10 minutes away. Yeah. His little girl was kidnapped. Or yeah. And murdered, murdered and left in a ditch. Right. So he had, you know, an, like a hollowness, I guess. Yeah. You can say. And so the. She would fill this void, maybe. Right. The uncle and Remy, who wanted the money, you know, were like, hey, we need you, Morgan Freeman's character, and your benefit would be you get another little girl again. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, Dude, you were the freaking captain of the police department. If you wanted a little girl, you could have adopted. Yeah. And I don't see... The the system wouldn't have questioned anything. Even yeah. your age. Because I'm like, obviously you're the captain of the police department. You're... You have funds. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, the, and, I still wonder, like, his wife, uh, did she just go one day, like, where'd the little girl come from? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he had to have told the wife, too, you know, and it's sad because now this respected member of society in the end of the movie ends up going to jail and Mm -hmm. his wife. And then the extra sad part is seeing, I think that was the part where I was like almost like teary eyed was the little girl did not want to let go. Yeah, she was attached to that, her new mom. You know, this was a place, that's where you... That's the moral dilemma yeah. I felt was you obviously saw that the little girl was happy. Yeah. And that made, that's why I was like, I'm on the fence 
But I lean a little more to, yes, Casey made the right decision. Because at the end of the movie, when you see the little girl on the couch, she's just there. Yeah. You know? Back to her old life. Yeah, you know? And over, you can tell her, her mannerisms were just happy, you know? She looked like she was a typical three-year-old child. Just so, staying with her grandparents or something right, or whatever. <laughs> you know, and so, um, and she was probably, all, she didn't even know she was kidnapped, probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, yeah. like, I, I think they showed, like, the flashback where, like, they hand her off in the car mm-hmm. and Morgan's driving the vehicle and that's it. You know, the uncle is the one that's handing her. So she... The uncle, the person that she loves, yeah. you know, dearly, is the one that's taking her to this man. Yeah. So, why would she have any fear? Yeah. You know, and, um... As far... I mean, we don't... I don't remember the timeline, really, like, like if it was a month or mm-hmm. however long she'd been gone, but I felt like, like, she probably thought at first, like, well, this is just like a trip that we're taking. And, right. Yay! You know? And then you're getting fed all this awesome food, probably. Mm-hmm. Great... Uh, baths, like right. going out to parks, probably getting red too that night. Yeah, you know, and everything your real mom doesn't do. Right. So, uh, I mean, that movie was it was a page turner, definitely. I can see why the the book it was based off of yeah. was very popular because it it is. It's like, what would you do? Mm-hmm. What would you do in this case scenario? And it pulls at your moral character, yeah. I guess. Because either you can pretty much give a explanation to why you would do either. Yeah. You know, either either case scenario. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. And you would probably get a lot of people to vote on your side. Yeah. You know, a lot of people would probably listen it in and be like, girl, what are you? wouldn't have returned her back to her mother. Yeah. Are you crazy? You know, um, the same thing with the, the police officer. You would have planted that heroin and got that dad. Are you crazy? Because yeah. people like you. Because like, uh, what, I think Casey, you know, he said he wouldn't do it again, the shooting, like shooting, executing that uh-huh. guy. But the, you know, every cop agreed with him. <laughs> I mean, right. agreed that it was the right thing to do. But I, I feel like, too, um, the cops knew in the beginning because the cops, they gave Casey and his girlfriend the pictures of those two characters, yeah, the yeah. druggies and the pedophile. Yeah. And they even said that they are probably together. Yeah. And so I, what I was like, the other child that was kidnapped, right, could have been saved mm-hmm. if they had a executed that you know that lead yeah yeah because they kind of since they know the girl's okay they don't really try to do anything right especially when there's a real problem out there (laughs) yeah because it they were still both alive when that missing case of the second child came out yeah you know and they went and told casey like well these are possible leads for the missing child the quote-unquote, missing child, the yeah. little girl. And so when the second little kid comes out, 
nobody thinks like, hmm, even the detectives that know that the little girl is not technically missing, yeah. they did not even think like another child in the same neighborhood has gone missing. Yeah. There's a pedophile. And there's no, like, uh, media attention on that one at all. Not as, not as much. Yeah. You know? And so, it's like... And it takes a drug dealer to, to go solve that case. <laughs> right. It, it, I, I just, I was like, man, that little boy was probably still alive. Yeah. You know? And the sad thing is, is that he probably just died. Yeah. Like... Uh Two day, you know, a day or two, if earlier, and you would have saved him. Yeah, I mean, it's funny too, because like th- th- that drug dealer uh, also had to push Casey to go do mm-hmm. do that case too. And it's so funny because he's like, "Did you forget there's still bad guys out there? <laughs> You're still a detective, right? Right, <laughs> right. So yeah, that's that's another, and that probably what got to Casey too. It's like, yeah, man, if I had to just. You know, a day or two earlier, I could have saved another kid. Now I lost two. Yeah. And I think also, you know, what hurts about, other than, like, it being, like, maybe a sin, because I assume it was pretty Catholic or whatever, because he had the cross and all that, that, you know, that must have also affected his decision on the execution, Mm because, like, no matter what, that execution doesn't bring back that poor little kid or whatever. So so it was like, well, in the heat of the moment, he got to me and I... Execute him. Either way, all right. Moving past that, that okay. I think an excellent movie. Uh, right. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it and and, yeah. and see and let us know in the comments what your decision would have been. Yeah. We would like to. We're interested in that. And that you was know. Gone Baby Gone mm-hmm. from the year two thousand seven. Right. <laughs> yeah, two thousand seven. It's an older movie. Yeah. Okay. So. And it's not Gone Girl or whatever that other one was, <laughs> which starred Ben Affleck. <laughs> this one was directed by. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're moving on to more lighter material. Oh, definitely. Uh, this may also make you angry. But <laughs> yeah, uh, especially if you're, if you're fans of, of these burger places. We're going to have a little burger review, technically, or a versus burger, a burger. <laughs> the two chains we're putting against are In-N-Out Burger and P. Terry's a burger stand. Yeah. So, uh, we very, like, within the last month, we had both. And we wanted to discuss what we thought was better. And maybe overall, just like, would we go back? <laughs> uh, all right. T, what'd you think? Okay, so, uh, In and Out Burger. This, I just wanted to kind of go. And see a little bit, like what they stand for, technically, because they both locations I will say have like a small menu, right? They're both pretty, simple. yeah, just a simple, you know, you if you're in line at any one of these drive-throughs and you're taking more than five minutes making a decision, shame on you. Because you only got less than 10 choices on, <laughs> on both of these menus. But, um... I mean, not including those secret menus, but it's like... Yeah, we don't know about them. Any, <laughs> any secret menu stuff, we're not... We're the basic menu that you see, those items, you know. And, um... We ate at In-N-Out first. I know I had eaten there before, but it was a while 
ago. And so I was like, eh, it was open. This That's ultimately the reason why we chose in and out was because it was late at night. Yeah. None of the other places were open. Other than Whataburger, and Whataburger had a hell of a line. Yeah, as they normally do. But... Right, right. In Texas, yes, Whataburger yeah. is like the crown of burger places yeah. here. So Get the patty melt. <laughs> Recommend that, patty melt. All right, they're not sponsoring us. So <laughs> <Not> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we had went to In-N-Out, got, well, you got the double burger. Yes. I got the regular burger combo. And um, and we had a shake. The burger was decent, I'll say. Yeah, the burger itself. The burger was decent. We got clues, though. We didn't think it was a clue, but it was definitely a clue. When we, the lady at the uh, drive-thru drive uh, window asked if we wanted any ketchup. And I was like, hmm. Because normally we don't really, you know, get ketchup with fries. But she asked, you want ketchup? I was like, eh, I guess so. And I thought it was strange that she was, like, legit giving me handful things of ketchup packets. Yeah, handful for handful. Really? Like, it was at least two handfuls of ketchup packets. And I'm like, dang, she, she thinks we're going to drink these ketchup packets yeah. or something? <laughs> you know? And we had decided to, you know, eat there. And so... The burger was good, the drink was good, the fries could have killed you. The driest, just cardboardiest. I mean, it was, <laughs> these fries had lost their soul. They were empty inside. Yeah. Hollow as I don't know what. Zombies mm. of fry, the zombie fry, because there was no life in them. Um... Now, I know they're probably like, oh, they're made fresh in order. They're not like McDonald's fries. And I, I agree. They're not like McDonald's fries. But uh, if it wasn't for the ketchup, I would not have been able to eat those fries. Because I technically, the ketchup is what overshadowed or gave hydration yeah. <laughs> back to the fries. I don't. I legit think that those in and out fries could have killed somebody if there was no drink involved. Yeah. Or anything. Cup of water you need. Anything. If you decided to go to In and Out and got the fries by themselves, no ketchup, and you're eating those fries and all of a sudden you choke, there's no there's no you your tombstone would say death by fries. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to be like one of those uh championship hot dog eaters with the Cup of water, you just dip they, it. At the least they have a cup of water yeah. though. That's what I'm saying. If there was no beverage, yeah. you are going to die. They I I mean I'm I love fries. You know, I'm not really choosy when it comes to fries. Like yeah. natural cut, crinkle cut, shoestring, wedges, waffle cut, mm-hmm. whatever cut, right? I like fries. Mm-hmm. Ketchup, I you know, if I'm I am a, a eat in the car person, so a lot of times I don't really need the ketchup because they're seasoned with you know salt or yeah. what you call it other seasoning to where I don't really need the ketchup to drown it. Yeah. 
these fries didn't have it. I don't even remember salt, really. No. You know, so, and they were real, real shoestringy. Yeah. They weren't like McDonald's fries. They were thinner than that, I believe. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, heck no. Heck no. The, if it wasn't, the burger was okay. If I, let's say, am low on cash, right, and I need, I'm hungry, need a quick bite, only got about three bucks, I would go get a burger at In-N-Out. Yeah. That, no fries. Yeah, just a burger. <laughs> just give me a burger and a cup of water. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be good if I didn't have the money. Yeah, because the burger tasted great, or burger? fine at least. Yeah. Like, the burger was definitely okay. I was just... Uh, would you say it was kind of in and out? I mean, as in, like, we got in there and we yeah. got up? <laughs> yeah. It was pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, it that was good. That, I feel like you're not at least waiting in line for 30 minutes. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> just to order, yeah. let alone get your meal. But that would... In and out is true to its name, where it's like you come in, and it's probably because of the short menu, you know. Yeah. They don't have to add, because um, most people probably don't know about their secret menu anyway. Yeah. So they're probably not adding anything special other than like yeah. you know cheese or. Um, I mean, I can definitely see how like you would need. I mean, they shouldn't even have that as the secret menu for those fries. Mm. It should just be like standard. Like you got to put something on these. Yeah. <laughs> Some sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese yeah. with some, some fries with sauce. Yeah. yeah. in and out fans, I'm sorry, but... Mm, Not mm, a fan. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, well, and we're comparing this to P. Terry's Burger Stand, so what did you think of that? P. Terry's is, I mean, if I, out of one in five for in and out I'm get one to five, I would give in and out a two based on the burger. Yeah. Pete Terry. Well, the shake was good, I thought. The shake, okay. I mean, but it might have been really pricey though. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I think it was like a $2 or something. Oh, well, that one bad. Yeah. Because for the both of us getting, I'm mean, going back to in and out for the both of us getting two combos, you had the double cheeseburger mm-hmm. combo, I had the regular cheeseburger combo, and we had drinks with that, of course, and then we had the shake. Yeah. So the combo with the shake, under twenty dollars. Yeah. So it's like wow. Wow. Yeah, the value's there. Um, if you can stomach the fries. Right, right. P. Terry's, I feel like it was almost pretty much the same. Yeah. When it came to that, it's a very limited menu. Okay, you probably, but I think it's you still have more with P. Terry's because you you're able to get like a regular burger, a double burger. You're able to get um, a chicken burger mm. and a veggie mm. burger. So you're able to get those. And then the fries are natural cut as well. And then, of course, you have you come with a drink. The drink, you can get a regular size or a large, you know, upsize it. But the fries, I think it's just basic size fries. Um, and you got dessert, too. Yes, so I'm trying to think. I'm not for sure if if a shake was on the menu, but I I didn't I didn't get a shake. I got 
cookies. Mm, so I got three cookies. Cookies are pretty big, and they're just a dollar. So I got three cookies instead of the shake, and that, because of the cookies, it came out to like 21-something. But without the cookies, like if I had just got one cookie, like I got one shake, mm. it would have been under 20 bucks, too. Yeah. So, um, and I chose to get the double burger with in uh, P. Terry's yeah. as well, but I got it in a boat, uh, which means without the bun. So, uh, that, I feel like the burger was good. Mm. I like the sauce. I don't know. To me, the sauce kind of reminded me now, don't quote me on it because I haven't had a Big Mac in years, if I've ever had a Big Mac. Yeah. Um, double cheeseburger I know I've had, but yeah. I don't know if I really had a Big Mac. But I know Big Mac is famous for their sauce, the sauce, yeah. right? The Mac sauce. I felt like P. Terry's kind of have their own little Mac sauce. Yeah. It tasted more similar than not. <laughs> right. And so, for me, that was... Awesome. Yeah. That sauce that was on the burk that well mine was like a dipping sauce on the side because <laughs> I didn't have the bun, but that sauce was awesome. Yeah. I felt I love the full leaf lettuce. Mm. I I think that's the one one of not, the things that I don't shredded. like. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I don't like about McDonald's and I don't like Whataburger doing it either. Mm. Is that they have this chopped lettuce that they put on the burger yeah. that falls out. And I'm like, no, I want a full leaf. Yeah. You're going to put lettuce? Give me a full leaf of lettuce. I think Wendy's does give you full leaf lettuce. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was a good... I don't remember if we had any lettuce or anything in the in and out I don't think so. I don't remember if that comes standard. Uh, um, but I know I, if I get lettuce, I always just eat it first. Mm-hmm. And when it's the full leaf, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah, when it's... You know, when it's the chopped stuff, I don't eat that first because mm-hmm. I can't just. <laughs> and it's hard it to separate, you know. Yeah, but, it's just in there. Um, going to what made or break pretty much both of these places were the fries. Yeah. And P. Terry's fries were tremendously more awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and they weren't like, the best. Yeah. But they were seasoned, and I could definitely. I'll, I didn't eat ketchup with yeah. the fries, you know, to. To down them, and then for me, their lemonade is freaking oh, I forgot about that. awesome. Yes, that that was pretty incredible. I, I had a Dr Pepper, I believe, but yeah. but I tasted yours, and I was like, wow. P Terry's lemonade. I mean, if it was the choice between Chick Fil A, which I love their lemonade too, and P Terry's. That is a freaking hard decision. <laughs> What's uh, cheaper? Do you know? Because you've gotten a small, right? Or a regular? Mm-hmm. I bet it was probably P. Terry's. Um, mm. And then I like to, or at least my little thing to get more lemonade, is to ask for lip, a, like a large lemonade, no ice, uh-huh. and then a cup of ice. Oh, okay. So then what I would do... <laughs> Anybody out there, you can let me know if you do this too. I pour the lemonade into my ice cup and then I have about two or three refills of lemonade, technically. Compared to, you know, getting a cup of lemonade, you know, with the ice and... (sighs) Hmm. 
didn't even last me. Because, you know, I love the lemonade so much. I can't just sip and, you know, dwell on the, the flavor. It's like, no, I'm I'm a hog at the lemonade. And I'm like, <laughs> all the way. And then it's, I'm, you know, have buyer's remorse <laughs> that, I, <laughs> that I got rid of it so quickly. Yeah. So that would that's what I would do. I didn't do it this time because I had already two cups. Yeah. So I and I forgot to get mine a large. So I was like, okay, I got the little lemonade with no ice, but it was awesome anyway. Yeah. And I don't need like it to be so super cold. Yeah, and I just took a sip, and it and it's not like it was like it, like how some sweet teas can be too sugary. Right. Like this wasn't. This was just perfect. I think. It, it like, had that. I love lemonade that have that twang of the lemon. Yeah. You know, just sweetness, I'm like, eh, it's lemonade flavor. Yeah. Like, to me, I always, because Wendy's has a lemonade, and then they have their natural lemonade. Mm-hmm. The natural lemonade, to me, it's like the fresh squeezed lemon has mm-hmm. gone into this lemonade. Mm-hmm. Well, the lemonade is just like whatever lemon flavor that... Or Minute Maid or you, whatever You know, <laughs> it, it's the imitation. Like whatever's got, in the vending machine. You got <laughs> real crab and you got imitation crab. This yeah. is the imitation crab of lemonade that's coming from the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> the natural lemonade is the lemonade that they actually have to mix. Yes. You know, and so that's what I feel. P. Terry's comes with the lemon in their lemonade, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, Chick-fil-A doesn't, but it does have the lemon pulp oh, yeah, in yeah. their lemonade. So you know it's coming from or made. There's real lemons being put into yeah. this. And that's what I like about pea cherries. So pea cherries, I would definitely Recommend. give them like a four. You know? Yeah. Once again, you know, you do have a limited menu on both of them. But I feel like I'm satisfied with pea cherries, the price. Yeah. And... I can understand why there's a line with P. Terry's. Yeah. In and out, not so much. Like, you know, In and Out should be in college towns <laughs> where, yeah. you, where you're struggling. You know, you don't have money. You're the ramen noodle Monday through Friday, and In and Out would be that, you know, extra little, just a treat yourself <laughs> college <Yeah>. student <laughs> meal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you, if you offered me. In and out or Little Caesars, I'd be like, yeah, let's go get Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah, to me, oh my god. But Pete Terry's, I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a burger for that. Yeah, and it's so weird because I feel like uh, In and Out is like the Californian, you know, like not to offend Californians. But. No, yeah, yeah. I've never been really other than a layover in the, in the airport. So you know, uh, nothing, nothing against California or the people that live there. Or around there, on the West Coast, whatever. Nothing against you, but I feel like In-N-Out is probably our water burger to them. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's the best burger ever. Yeah. And we're like that with our water burger, okay? We, I'm not, I don't need you to make any comments about water burgers is trash. I'm not saying In-N-Out is really trash. I was saying. Other than their fries. Your fries are trash. <sighs> I was going to say, don't you mean what a burger? <laughs> what a burger. Oh, that's, that's my uh, watch in the background. <laughs> <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back.
I feel like In and Out is just like I said for last resort situations. You don't want to cook. You're hangry and you're broke. Like all three combinations, yeah. you know, have to congeal to one source to make you be like, okay, let's get in and out. And it's got to be close by too, because I'm not driving all the way. True. Around. <laughs> yes. If it, it, you know, if there's a McDonald's before In and Out, then, like I said, I haven't eaten at McDonald's. But well, recently I started going back to McDonald's, but I was like, I really haven't eaten a burger. I've recently started eating like their chicken. Yeah. Back, but I haven't eaten their burgers, um, and. When I ate the chicken sandwich from McDonald's, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, and even the fries, the mm-hmm. fries to me are not that great. Yeah. You and can kind of eat some ketchup now. Yeah. It, it, I mean, like I haven't been on the McDonald's crack <laughs> in such a long time that maybe I'm just not like wild by McDonald's, yeah. you know, anymore. When I did get back on it because of the app situation, these apps that these fast food restaurants have. Was that free food they give out? Right. I mean, there are incentives to eat out. Because it's like, what? That's why I had Chick-fil-A today. Because they were like, we gave you a reward for a free chicken sandwich. And it was like, oh, snap. Okay, that just completely changed my um, plans for lunch today. Yeah. was like... Huh, do I pay for a meal or do I get something for free? Yeah. So those that's exactly what happened for McDonald's with me. It was because they had that Mariah Christmas thing where they were giving out free things with the purchase of a dollar. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't have a little money, you know, issues right now. I'm gonna, I guess I'll go and get some chicken nuggets. I remember uh, one of the last times we went, I got that shake and I was like, the shake's not bad. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. I mean, the shake machine was working, so that's <laughs> right. Because yeah, usually at fast food restaurants, it's like after eight p.m. or something yeah, like, like that. Jagger Box. Oh, uh, don't get us started yeah. on Jagger Box. Jagger Box is just like shake machine's always there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually they shut down or they say, "Oh, we're cleaning the shake machine" or whatever. Yeah. We happen to go. I think probably around ten ish for McDonald's, and they still have their shake machine. Yeah, surprisingly. So yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, if McDonald's or Wendy's or Subway, like anything, I think gas station, some gas stations have, you know, actual good, you know, I would clown on them in the beginning, uh-huh. But some gas stations, like, I usually I go for the newer ones that are just built because I'm yeah. assuming their kitchens are a lot cleaner. Yeah. You know, they have pretty good pizzas or hamburgers yeah. or whatever. I mean, I would do that before, head, like, going out of my way for in and out <laughs> Yeah. So sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry, in and out You just, I mean, bloosh. You're, you're... There was nothing that was extraordinary in that meal. Yeah. You know, because even if I can say, like, oh, P. Terry's burger, it was all right. You know, the fries, it was all right. Yeah. But that lemonade was outstanding. Outstanding. The cookie, 
It's huge. Yeah. And it was good. I, I would say Wendy's cookies are bigger, but this one felt fresher, like real. Well, I think <laughs> Wendy's cookies are thicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not bigger mm-hmm. in the fact that, you know, I think... Like they're rounder palm, or whatever. Yeah, like they're probably the size of the palm of your hand. Yeah. Um, a male hand, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the size of... And... and P. Terry's cookies are probably the size of your hand. Yeah. But they're thin. And it's oatmeal. And they only have one, which is the oatmeal chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Wendy's has, you know, I think a sugar cookie, a chocolate cookie, and then the basic like chocolate chip or yeah. whatever. So uh, you have a choice with those. Um, but P. Terry's, I've been there before, and they have banana bread, too. Their banana bread is mm. pretty good. So if it wasn't, I I only got cookies because I knew you like cookies. Yeah. Anybody want to give him any cookies? You know, go ahead. <laughs> Our peel boxes. <laughs> uh, and one day. All right, right. Uh, I was like, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the reason why I got cookies because I knew you like the cookies. Yeah. Um, but I've had the banana bread before, hmm. and I think it's. You know, that's pretty good. Especially for a burger place. Oh. Right, right. That's that's unlikely. Like, you never really see baked goods yeah. <laughs> at a fast food joint. Um, to me, that almost seems like a waste of resources. Like, what? where'd that come from? <laughs> but to me, it's... I mean, typically, banana bread can go either way. Like, it could be a breakfast thing. It could... Oh, yeah. I you know, it. either do way. Do they do breakfast? At yeah. P. Terry's does breakfast. Oh, huh, okay. I do not remember seeing any breakfast menu on In and Out. I don't, I don't think remember. So. But Pete Harry's does do breakfast, like breakfast sandwiches and, you know, um, hash brown kind mm. of situation. Well, that sounds good. So, we, yeah, that would be probably like the next thing is to check out the breakfast menu yeah. and see how that is. I just, the only thing in our neighborhood, um, the closest is we don't have a Pete Harry's in our city. Yeah. We have to go to the neighboring city. Same thing with the in and out. We have to go to the neighboring city, yeah. but um, like a fifteen mile drive just to <laughs> right. It's it's P Terry's is closer than in and out though. Yeah, and um, I would say that I would make the trek to P Terry's. Yeah, like if they were switched, like if these two restaurants were in the in different locations, right, or, or were in the other one's location, right. You, yeah, you would go out of your way. I would. To be I would definitely go out of my way. Out. Yeah, I mean, just because I feel like P. Terry's has something for me to do that draws me in. Yeah. Compared to In and Out, um, I do. Like I said, I like their lemonade, and I do that little thing where I order the large lemonade with no ice and a cup of ice, <laughs> and that you know gives me a little more. Um, then they, like I said, I like their banana bread, their cookies, I feel like is reasonable, a dollar, mm-hmm. because I think Wendy's cookie is more than a dollar. It's like a dollar yeah. thirty or something like that. A I cookie. think so. And this one is a, a pretty, like I said, it's thin, but it's big. It's your whole, like your whole hand yeah. for a dollar. And it tastes really good. It does. It does. And I feel like if you have kids, technically you can just split that cookie in half yeah and two desserts bam done yeah you know i 
definitely say P. Terry's won this round. Yeah. Out of these two. I don't know. I felt like in and out and P. Terry's were kind of like equal, like versus each yeah. other. Because you, you would have thought more equal than that. <laughs> you, yeah. With I the, mean, because they're, like I said, they're both, I feel like they're both pretty quick in the drive-thru. Yeah. I haven't been in the drive-thru long yeah. with either one of them. They both have limited menu. Yeah. P. Terry's is a little bit longer, but it's like two extra. Yeah. Like I said, the chicken burger and the veggie burger. And then I do believe P. Terry's had a choice of like if you wanted bacon added oh. to yours or whatnot. And now doesn't? Or? I don't remember. Y'all can put that in the comments whether or not about the add-on situation yeah. with In-N-Out and P. Terry. Um, but I do, I want to say bacon because I think I was going to say add bacon. Uh-huh. But then I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I want to say they both say that they're made fresh, mm. their burgers. So, I believe that. Yes. Yeah, the burgers and fries are made fresh. So, and... Yeah, because really, overall, I didn't have a problem with the burgers for, like, even in and out or whatever. Mm-mm. It was just the sides were terrible. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, if they can just, I don't know what they do with their fries. I uh, Didn't we, I think we had read somewhere, like, someone had mentioned on, like, a Yahoo Answers or something like that, where, like, they said they only fry them once or something. Right, yeah. Or deep fry them, I guess, and the nor- one time. Normally, they, they're fried twice. Yeah. You know? Well, either way, that was that's not the way. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I mean, maybe some people like it that way, you know? I mean, I guess yeah. thousands of people must love it that way. Cause... And Californian people. Because <laughs> I know, like, every time I hear about In-N-Out, they're like, with the secret menu, you know? And I'm like, well, why? Why do we have to do the secret menu? Shouldn't yeah. your original menu be yeah. the kind of, you know, above everything? Right. Not just the secret menu? Because I have to go to Five Guys again to check, to remember what their food tastes like. But mm-hmm. I felt like they were better. They were better. Uh, but but that, that's for that's for another day. That's a review for another day. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, what was it? Because what I wanted... Was chili cheese fries from In and Out, but they didn't have that. Uh-huh. And that, what I'm looking at, it doesn't seem like they have. They never, they ever had chili cheese. I thought they did at one point because I thought that's exactly what I ordered uh, uh, the first before, time okay. I went. But now I'm having second guesses, and maybe maybe I think they, I was just hungry. You know, <laughs> I, just, I thought I had ordered. You know. Because the closest thing that they have are animal style fries, which it says it comes with two slices of melted cheese, spread. I don't know what they mean by spread. Cheese whiz. I like cheese whiz. Uh, and grilled onions on top. And then whole or sliced chili pepper are also available by request. And then there's protein style. I guess it's just crumbled patty. Yeah. Okay. On your. Your fries, so it's like okay, but I don't think. Sorry, but a slice of cheese ain't gonna help them fries. It's not good, it. Mm-mm. Man, <laughs> I mean, ugh. but yeah, that's our, our. I guess the winner in this ultimate battle between In and Out and P Terry's is P Terry's. Yes, Burger Stand to be exact, but either way, yeah. Ugh. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to uh, give us suggestions of what kind of review we should do next, or whether it's a fast food restaurant, do know that we are in Texas. So if it's a chain that's somewhere <laughs> not in Texas, we can't do a review on that. <laughs> uh, maybe later on, if anything near the San Antonio area would be awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah, because we can make that check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like San Antonio. We might, you know, we can go out to San Marcos. Maybe Austin one day. It's kind of like, uh, if we, I don't know. Austin is its own little city, yeah. town of its own, like state of its own technically in Texas, like a mini subdivision <laughs> in a subdivision. Um, but we may, we may, you know, go on an excursion to Austin one day. Yeah. We'll see. Future. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So that was Jay and the. Coming at you. Mm-hmm. So, everyone in podcast land, we'll see you next week. Bye. Woo. We part ways for now, but don't have a cow. You'll hear us soon, some afternoon. We promise. We promise. Because you can't stop us with he and she, J and the T. Da-dum, da-dum, ba-dum. <laughs>